Aloha and welcome to Global Yoga Flow Podcast. In this podcast, we begin to dive into the first chapter of the four chapter yoga sutras. The first chapter is the Samadhi Pada, the first section of the Yoga Sutras of Patanjali. The Samadhi Pada consists of 51 sutras or aphorisms. An aphorism is a pithy observation that contains a general truth, such as, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. That's a simple, maybe funny example, but it's quite clear. So let's look at these aphorisms in Patanjali's Samadhi Pada. Samadhi means absorption or unitive awareness. Often the Samadhi Pada is defined as the path of concentration. Now for many, this definition brings to mind a brow furrowed with mental effort. And this is not at all the spirit of the Samadhi Pada. I like to define the chapter name as the path of remembering our natural joy. So let's look at it from this fresh vantage point. One I think Patanjali would applaud. Samadhi refers to the natural state of open union between soul and body that exists when we're born. Samadhi is our natural state of empowerment, ease, and joy, our natural connection to source. Now, as we grow up, the mental self develops and creates a filter of sorts, a worldview, belief systems that lies between our unbounded soul and our carnal body. The mind filter can support our unfolding or block it. Naturally, our minds tend to fluctuate between being helpful with our growth and happiness and hindering our growth and happiness. We all get that, right? So your soul has a desire and your mind either says something like, yes, we can do it, or nope, not going to happen. And so as adults, our fluctuating minds can sometimes grow so powerfully negative that we have trouble slipping beneath them to remember our true state of ease and empowerment. We forget our connection to source and the power that lies in that connection. So the Samadhi Pada is an invitation to do just that, to remember our connection to source, that it's ever present. Samadhi Pada invites us to set aside our busy outer experience and begin a journey inward to remember our natural joy, our original innocence, our Samadhi. In the Samadhi Pada, Patanjali gives us the aim of yoga in theoretical terms, explaining it as the cessation of the citta vrittis, or the fluctuations of the mind. Really what he's saying is yoga is easing the doubting mind or the forgetting mind. Many say this second sutra, which uh, yogas chitas vritti nirodaha means yoga is the cessation 
of the fluctuations of the mind. That's the second sutra. Many say this second sutra means that the mind should be absolutely still in order to, quote unquote, achieve samadhi. Well, first of all, the mind can never be made absolutely still. That would be like the wrestling match that no one wins. The mind is meant to flow. It could be calmed, deeply calmed and directed, but never stopped. What is being stopped is not the mind, but the wild fluctuations of the mind, right? The bipolar tendencies. Now, secondly, samadhi is not something to be achieved. It is our most natural naked state, and it's with us, within us, always. It simply gets gunked up, so to speak, with negative thought patterns and limiting belief systems, and we forget ourselves, our true nature. In the Samadhipada, Patanjali is inviting us to begin the journey of remembering. Now here it's important to note that there are many interpretations of these sutras and other scriptures. And, and each interpretation is subjective. You know, the person interpreting, their worldview is there. You know, their scholarly experience is there. So each seeker, including you, must study the variety of teachings and the ways that they're interpreted and intuitively feel for yourself which meanings and interpretations resonate deep within you. Because that resonance is your inner truth saying, yes, this is going to bring out the best in us. Keep listening. If there's confusion, I don't know what that means. Am I, am I just sort of dumb? Do I, don't, do I not get philosophy? If there's that kind of fogginess, confusion, or lack of clarity, it may be that finding another interpretation is going to resonate with your inner truth. But none of us is, you might say, spiritually stupid. Nobody is. We all have a high IQ about what resonates with our heart and what feels like it's going to be uplifting and healing for us. So trust that. That's a big part of the practice. Okay, that being said, let's look here at the first four sutras of, of the Samadhipada and, and see if we can't get a, a deeper understanding of what they mean. Now, the first one is so sweet. Atta Yoga Anushasanam. Now begins the sacred instructions of union, or we might say reunion, right? Because union, your connection to your soul and to source is never broken. It's not something you have to go and create, that union. It's there. We just forget it, right? So now begin the sacred instructions of reunion. Isn't that beautiful? And the idea here is that likely we have tried many things to make our life feel um, meaningful and, and to feel that connection to the eternal part of ourselves. And, and a lot of times we flail in the outer, wor outer world for this. We're either reaching for power and accomplishment and new identities or relationship and riches. But every true master and each of us can be masters of our, our truth, ourself, yeah, is eventually going to come to a place where we just want to come away from the outer world and we understand that the, the true riches, the true 
true awakening happens when we turn inward. And this is just the, the, that beautiful, simple invitation. And now here you are, and we'll begin this sacred instruction of remembering. Oh, so beautiful. Okay, the second sutra says, Yoga Chitta Vritti Nirodaha. Yoga is the cessation of mind flux or the fluctuations of the mind. And again, this doesn't mean shut your mind up. The mind's a beautiful thing. It really is the bridge between the unbounded soul and this really tangible and juicy physical experience that we're in. So it can be a really strong and open bridge that allows that prana to flow through and, and ignite our dreams into fruitful manifestations that, are, that leave legacies of betterment. We want that. But it can also be like the Golden Gate Bridge at rush hour. It can be totally filled with doubt and unworthiness and fear, fear-based thoughts. And, and that is when the fluctuation happens. Think about it this way. Any time that the heart, the soul has an impulse for us to grow toward betterment, to heal, to connect, you know, to, to expand in some way, there, there's a split, a natural split, a good split, because we have a sense of who we are right now. And then with this desire, we have a sense of who we could become or what could be better, right? And so then there's that split and that is the fluctuation. And so Patanjali is saying it is natural that you would close that gap and become the dream or become the desire that rises from your soul. That's how you expand. That's actually how you give your gift to have something rise in your heart. Wouldn't it be wonderful if I became a teacher, if I could help my friend heal, if I planted a garden and created beauty and food for my family, you know, it doesn't matter what it is, but, but the desires rising from your soul are meant to be, um, drawn into the nectar of fruition. That's why we're in this field of action. That's part of the message of the Bhagavad Gita too. So part of what uh, Patanjali is saying here is yes, you want to quiet the mind from its doubt and fear-based thoughts, but also you want to look at this fluctuation as sort of the, the way that we're uh, hopping the stepping stones to the other side to become more. It's part of our natural growth process too. And yoga is the process of remembering that we have the power to close the gap to close the fluctuations and become more and then even turn to a, to a new idea and a new dream and then close the gap and, and become more. And, and this never ending expansion really is our journey. Okay. So the third sutra is interpreted as at this time, the seer enters their own true nature. Now, of course, these sutras are building on each other. And so this third sutra is commenting on yoga is cessation of the mind flux and saying that when we reach this place where we're not doubting ourselves, we have a desire and we know we're going to get there. We're trusting and we feel ease and we're, we're allowing divine timing and divine order to bring it to us then we rest in our own true nature, meaning we understand that we're co-creating with the divine, that we're meant to expand, and that we're worthy of receiving our own expansion, our own growth and, and um, blossoming glory, right? We, we feel pure and worthy of becoming more, and we know our own joy and our own empowerment is also 
the gift that 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 uh, helps us serve those around us right so the fourth sutra is interpreted as otherwise the seer is caught in flux and held apart from his true nature right so the fourth is also commenting on the second yoga is the cessation of mind flux and saying if we don't learn to ease the fluctuations of the mind we get caught in them almost like being rattled around in the fast spin of the spokes of a wheel rather than drawing ourselves right into that quiet and still hub of the wheel right then we cannot feel our true nature that samadhi the empowerment that joyful creative flow that is our birthright we're held apart from it if we don't follow this path that will bring us back to a connection to source and a knowing a lack of doubt an absolute knowing of our goodness and our creative power so those are the first four sutras chapter one Sutras 1, 2, 3, and 4, an invitation, the samadhipada, an invitation to remember who we are, to remember our creative power and our natural joy. Now, some say the entire summary of all four chapters is held in these first four sutras of chapter 1 of samadhipada. Very interesting. I hope this was enlightening, and I hope those of you who are teachers got maybe a deeper understanding of these sutras and are able to share some of the the meanings with your students and, and help people find their way back to their own natural joy and empowerment. Thanks for tuning in. Aloha. 